0: What is at stake for the Louisville Cardinals in the Week 6 matchup against the 10th-ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Well, we're going to answer that on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On the Global Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On College for $20 off of your first purchase. As always, I want to take this time to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the Global Podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team every day. Well, it is time to start previewing the upcoming matchup between the newly ranked Louisville Cardinals, sitting at number 25 in the AP poll, taking on the 10th ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish. We'll begin by discussing what is at stake for the Cardinals against the Irish. We will then identify and discuss the offensive and defensive players to watch for for Jeff Brom's team on Saturday evening. So, obviously, to this point, and probably all season, the biggest matchup of the season for the Louisville Cardinals. Um, this is the first ranked team that the team will play. And at this point in time, it seems like this is the best team that the Cardinals will play all year. But there is a ton of hype surrounding this particular matchup. Louisville beginning the season 5-0 and for the first time in a decade. Uh, very, very solid beginning to the Jeff Brom era in the Derby City. If you have paid attention to this show over the course of the season so far, or if you listened or tuned in to last year's season, you know that I like to begin previewing matchups by discussing what is at stake for the Louisville Cardinals against insert team here. Because I feel as if it delivers the uh, correct amount of context. It discusses storylines. It talks about where the team is at in relation to the season, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There is no shortage of storylines heading into this matchup. Um, the two programs haven't necessarily played a ton in their, um, you know, respective college football program histories, but um it's been a matchup that at least on the Louisville side of things obviously playing Notre Dame just means more so having one of the best starts or the best start in a decade for your team and now welcoming a top 10 Notre Dame team to your stadium for a Saturday night primetime matchup that is obviously pretty significant also worth noting that Sam Hartman makes his return to Cardinal Stadium just A little under a year ago, he had perhaps one of, if not his worst performances as a collegiate quarterback, um, turning the ball over multiple times in that famous third-quarter performance from the Louisville defense that saw the Cardinals absolutely demolish the 10th-ranked Wake Forest Demon Deacons. So you have the notion that you're playing Notre Dame, you're going up against a quarterback that you are familiar with, now with a different team, a better team, but still it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts coming back to Cardinal Stadium. Um, it's honestly a totally different situation than the first five weeks of the season. You go from what's at stake, not a ton to gain, but a ton of to lose, considering that you are favored to win the first four games of the season, Granted, you go out and you do win those first four games, but the what's at stake portion seemed to be pretty similar in every single game. Even though the NC State game was a true road game, the spread was closer than any of the first four matchups, it was still a game that you were, at least on paper, supposed to win. So the thing that was most um, notable to gain was just winning the game, but Obviously, you could lose a ton of momentum if you were to lose the contest. Completely different situation heading into week six against Notre Dame. The Cardinals are obviously not favored in this game. I think at the moment on Tuesday um, or late Monday evening, the line is Notre Dame um, You know, essentially giving Louisville a touchdown uh Notre Dame minus 7 over under is sitting at 52 currently. Uh so Vegas seems to believe that a ton of points are going to be scored in Louisville Kentucky on Saturday evening that is a 7:30 kickoff on ABC primetime. So two ranked teams. Um this is the first game of the season obviously that Louisville is projected to lose. So what is at stake here? Well, on the field It doesn't feel like, um, you know, a ton is riding on this game from a loss perspective. And what I mean by that is, if you were to lose this game, I don't necessarily think that it derails your season by any stretch of imagination. Now, if you were to get absolutely blown out to where It looked like, um, you know, Louisville was extremely outmatched from the beginning and you get blown out by multiple touchdowns. Maybe there's a conversation to be had as to, okay, how good is this team? Is Louisville actually a good team or were they just beating up on teams that they were obviously better than? That, That could be a conversation on Saturday or late Saturday evening, early Sunday morning depending on what happens. But if you lose a close game and it's under 14 points, I don't necessarily think that there's a ton to, you know, I don't think that there's a ton to be upset about because this is a top 10 team. If you were to lose, you know, you were projected to lose anyway. So it's almost like the context flip to where there's not a lot to gain or there went from not a lot to gain but a ton to lose to, you know, almost – It's kind of like playing with house money, almost. You know, you're not projected to win the game anyway, so if you lose, it's not the end of the world, unless you get absolutely demolished. But if you were to win the game, well, then it's a totally different situation. Look, I see how the rest of the country, for the most part, views this Louisville team. I've seen a ton of people suggest, you know, stuff that we've seen. Louisville is five and zero because. They are uh, because of circumstance. Because they are pl- they played five teams that they are obviously better than. They have not been tested yet. Granted, for the first five teams have been power five opponents. They just have not been tested to the point to where it has truly threatened their record. This win, a win over Notre Dame, would completely wipe that narrative out. But not only would it do that, it would then get you into an echelon to where I'm not suggesting that at 6-0 and you would be viewing Louisville as a playoff team. But I think it takes them from a possible contender slash pretender level to now, okay, Louisville is a very solid team. It's proven because they beat Notre Dame. They've started 6-0. and Um, They are 3-0 in conference play. They've shown that they are legit. You wanted them to play a good team. They did that. They won. Notre Dame's only loss at this point in time was against an Ohio State team that beat them in the final seconds of the game. Ohio State is a top six team in the country. So if you win this game, you obviously go from being on that line of Is Louisville legit You know, in terms of national perception to now saying, okay, we're going to keep our eye on Jeff Brom's team because they just beat Notre Dame. And obviously this game means a lot more because all eyes are going to be on Louisville, Kentucky on Saturday evening with this matchup now. Obviously there are other matchups across the country that are going to be pretty solid matchups. I'm not saying that this is the best matchup of, of of the season, but it's pretty notable. Especially around this area. Also, you start to then discuss, okay, where are we talking about realistic expectations for this team? Now, there's obviously two sides to that because you don't want to, even with a win over Notre Dame, you don't want to um get too ahead of yourselves, put the cart before the horse and um Start dangerously looking ahead because you have to stay grounded in the moment, don't get too high, don't get too low. But you then start to wonder, okay, Notre Dame was the one game that a lot of people expected Louisville to lose. You win that game, and it's like, hmm, just how good can this Louisville team be? Well, that obviously would be a bridge that we would cross if we got there, which hopefully we have that conversation um this time next week. But at this point in time, not a ton to lose unless you get demolished, because I don't think that your momentum stops if you were to lose a top to lose to a top 10 team, especially it's not going to be a conference loss. If you lose the game, you're still three, and in conference. The uh, conference championship hopes are still very much alive heading into the second portion of the season. So, um, like I said, there's a ton riding on this game. In terms of how it can affect the Louisville ceiling, it doesn't necessarily mess with the um, season as a whole because not many expect the Cardinals to go 12-0. If Louisville were to lose this game, it it doesn't really change anything because most people predict the Cardinals to lose to Notre Dame. So um, what's at stake here? Not much from a losing perspective, but if you were to win – it, all, it opens up a ton of opportunity in terms of the next level you could reach this season. It also changes the perception of this team specifically. So um, let's dive into the matchup a little bit further. We're going to identify the key players to watch, two on the offensive side, two on the defensive side. We will begin on the offensive side. We'll talk about the two offensive players to watch here momentarily after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor, Of the show, Game Time. Look, this event on Saturday evening is essentially sold out. People are reselling tickets at an extremely high rate. It's frustrating a lot of people. Uh, You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and more. They have great last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price Guarantee. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what you expect when you arrive. Their last-minute guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code. Locked On College, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E, no spaces, Locked On College for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Hey Cardinal fans, thanks again for making Locked On Global your first listen of the day. We are almost halfway through the college football season and Locked On continues to kick up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, while also going in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time On any Locked On College YouTube channel, you won't want to miss it. We're continuing now to discuss the upcoming matchup for the Louisville Cardinals against the 10th-ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Um, For the remainder of the show, we are identifying the players to watch for the Louisville Cardinals on both sides of the football, beginning on the offensive side. Um, There's a couple of different players you could go with. I feel like the most notable answer would be the quarterback, Jack Plummer. Um, both because the quarterback is the player to watch usually, but also because he didn't have the greatest performance against NC State. But more importantly, this was going to be his biggest test so far for the Cardinals or for him in a Cardinals uniform. I went with two skill position players here, one that had a solid game last week and one that just definitely could not get going. Uh, We will start um, with the player who... Had his worst performance to date, that was Jawar Jordan, 16 carries for 32 yards last week against the NC State Wolfpack. It was his lowest statistical um, box score um, production level for certain, Uh, but he's still having a fantastic season. 66 carries on the year, 510 yards to go along with six touchdowns, 7.7 yards per carry, and then he has also become a major component of the receiving game as well seven receptions for 159 yards and one touchdown uh the 5 foot 10 native of long island new york has had a breakout start to the 2023 campaign but last week um i won't necessarily say it was a come down to earth type moment because you have to credit nc state for uh their defensive scheme that was to plug the middle of the field and force louisville to throw the ball on them to defeat them um simply put there weren't many gaps for the running backs to go through uh whether that was jawar jordan or maurice turner but i think that uh this is a bounce back opportunity for jordan who has had a great start to the year and this is also a possibility for him to make a statement. There's been talks of oh, he's only performing like this because you know he's playing teams that aren't as good as Louisville. Now, granted, those people must have completely not looked at what he did last year against pretty solid competition, but obviously recency bias is an extremely real phenomenon. Um, Notre Dame is pretty similar to Louisville in rushing defense. Um, Notre Dame is giving up about close to about 13 more yards. Per contest, um, 124 rushing yards allowed per game to Louisville's 110 yards. Um, now, granted, Notre Dame has played better teams across the board. I do think that um, this is an opportunity for Jawar Jordan to really um, have a solid contest. Duke ran the ball last week 40 times for 189 yards on um, the Fighting Irish. You look at what Ohio State was able to do. Uh, 27 carries for 126 yards. Uh, Travion Henderson, 14 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown granted. A lot of that was fueled on his 61-yard carry. Um, But Jawar Jordan is a potential home run threat every time he touches the football. I think that um, one of the main things for Louisville in terms of being able to secure a victory is having big time or big play yardage, big yardage plays on offense to you know score a ton of points against Notre Dame. You know, having those big time plays is going to be key for the Cardinals. And there are two players that I look at in particular. Granted, they are not the only two players, but Jawar Jordan and Jamari Thrash have been two guys that have been relied upon to create those big time moments for the Cardinals. I think that Jawar Jordan is the first key offensive player to watch for um, for Brian Brahms offense because of if you allow him to see any type of open area, it's a potential house call and it opens up so much potential for this offense. Um, Also, I think Jamari Thrash is another player that Louisville uh, or for another player to watch for for the Cardinals. Um, Notre Dame has been a pretty solid passing defense team, only allowing 147 yards to their opposition in the air. Um, Looking really to see who they have played this season when it comes to throwing the football. Um, Obviously, Ohio State has had some issues there. NC State has had some issues. Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan, uh, Duke, Riley, Leonard, throwing the football, didn't necessarily have the greatest game throwing it. Notre Dame has a pretty solid defense, probably the best defense that Louisville will have gone up against to this point in the season. Uh, Granted, uh, the Irish haven't. I don't think that they've gone up against a pass in game as good as Louisville's up to this point, but still very quality opponent Jamari Thrash has been a fantastic player in every single game this season, even last week when it seemed like um you know nothing could get going offensively for the Cardinals throwing the football, Thrash um had a decent game, three catches for 44 yards. Uh Plummer spread the ball out pretty pretty significantly um I think there were actually one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten eleven different receivers for the Cardinals. He tied the team um in receptions with chris bell um had some big time moments, especially that sp- uh, that screen pass that he took for a first down gain on third and long. I think that he's going to be relied upon, especially with his ability to create separation, is that I could definitely see him being a security blanket for Jack Plummer in this game. I think that this offense is going to feed off the crowd that Wobble will have, and I hope for Jamari Thrash to make some big-time plays for this Cardinals offense. I'm going with Thrash. And Jordan here, I understand it may seem lazy to do so, but when you're going up against a pretty solid defense, a top 10 team, you need your top skill position guys to be playing at the highest level. And I look for Jawar Jordan and Jamar Johnson to have solid games. They are the key offensive players to watch for. So um, let's now um, go to the other side of the football, the two defensive players to watch for. Um, We will talk about them here in just a moment after we talk about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Fall is my favorite time of the year. If you live in Louisville or an area that has um, pretty similar weather, It's kind of challenging to plan outfits because in the morning it's cool and then it gets warm in the afternoon. I wish it would stay a little cooler, but nonetheless, um, I can't control the weather. Bird Dogs versatility means that you need to give Bird Dogs a chance this season because of, you know, the fabric that is in the clothing, the versatility that uh, it presents you with, whether you want to take it to, a bonfire, you want to wear them at a sporting event to a work meeting um, on you know a run, in a workout, whatever it may be. The versatility uh, with the fabric allows you to wear them in a ton of different settings. Um, they do the same exact thing as Lulu, but it fits way better and not close to being as expensive they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff restricting cotton it's made of a stretch fabric um essentially it's a great opportunity go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter the promo code locked on college at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout you won't want to take your bird dogs off we can promise you that So be sure to definitely order some while the opportunity stands. Heading into the final segment of the show, identifying and discussing the defensive players to watch for the Louisville Cardinals in this matchup against the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Um, A couple different ways you could go with this. I think there are a plethora of different players that you could identify here to um, focus on. I think for me, Under the brightest lights in the biggest game of the season, going up against a solid offensive line and a solid quarterback. I'm going with the defensive player that most people associate um, with being the best defensive player on the team. That is Ashton Gelati. Gelati has had a very solid beginning to the season. 18 total tackles, five sacks for the Cardinals. He does have a forced fumble, even though um, he has five sacks, he has even more quarterback hurries and pressures the six foot three native of Boca Raton Florida um, will have an opportunity to really put his name on the map with a solid performance against Notre Dame granted the Cardinals pass rush has got to create pressure against Sam Hartman you saw last year what happened when Louisville put pressure on that Wake Forest offense granted this is a totally different team it's a better team a better offensive line But um, you need to put pressure on Hartman because if you don't, you're going to be at risk for him to be able to throw the ball over the field and also for the Notre Dame rushing attack um, with Estime to um, be able to set the tone for the Irish in this contest. I think that if Gelati is able to set the tone at the line of scrimmage off the edge, I think that the entire Lowell defense is going to be able to – be able to feed off of that energy. It's going to help guys like Stephen Heron on the other side, uh, Dez Tell in the middle, Ramon Purrier as well. I think that Ashton Gelati is the number one player to watch for here for the Louisville Cardinals, regardless whether it's offensive or defensive because of the opportunity at hand. Uh, The other defensive player to watch for is potentially the player that is playing the best two-time ACC defensive back, Uh, award recipient uh, two-time ACC defensive back of the week award recipient I should say in five weeks of play that is Cam Kelly the UNC transfer has been fantastic this season and the Cardinals have needed him to be with the loss of MJ Griffin Josh Minkins has been battling injury last game against NC State a key interception a key forced fumble in the third quarter of that contest that uh, stalled the NC State offense and allowed Louisville to end up coming back and taking the lead. Um, at the safety position, he is second on the team in total tackles, 24 tackles, two interceptions, one forced fumble, um, and has been a very, very solid veteran presence at the back half of this secondary uh, in coverage as well. I look for him to be key in defending the run, but also dropping back in coverage and playing a significant role um, out in center field for Ron English's defense. I think that he is a key player to watch because they need him to continue to play at the level he is playing, going up against an offense that really does a solid job of moving the ball down the field Um, with a veteran quarterback, a great running back. I think it's potentially, I actually, probably not potentially, I think that, Estimate is the best running back that Louisville will play all season long. Um, And this will be a key test, especially with Notre Dame's offensive line. So Ashton Jelotti, Cam Kelly, the defensive players to watch for the Louisville Cardinals in this contest for me. uh, Jamari Thrash and Jawar Jordan on the offensive side of the football to watch. So that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. To find the show on all streaming services, be sure to stay tuned to this graphic. The show is free and available where you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Cards.